Parents in the End, a weekly podcast that recognizes we're in serious trouble, but stubbornly focuses on how to find community and joy in the chaos. I'm your host, Polly, and today we are going to talk about doom scrolling. This is a short one today. Uh, This has been uh, a week of not feeling great for me and the longer piece I had already done. I just couldn't get around to editing. So this is going to be short, sweet, clear, and necessary action today. Stop doom scrolling. We all know it's bad for us, yet we continue to do it. I'm constantly updating my Twitter feed and news sites to hear more, more, more. It's like modern day self-flagellation, but just like, you know, the self-flagellators back in medieval times doesn't actually achieve anything except to make you feel worse. Just in case somehow you missed it, let's go over what doom scrolling is, and I will pull a quote from Megan E. Johnson, a clinical psychologist and researcher. Doom scrolling is essentially an avoidance technique used to cope with anxiety, so wherever you are vulnerable to anxiety, doom scrolling can become an unhealthy coping mechanism. We doom scroll because of uncertainty and anxiety. The unknown is terrifying and the dual monsters of the climate crisis and ever-increasing state and interpersonal violence are just this like niggle in the back of most people's minds. So our brains trick us into thinking that by consuming more information will reduce our anxiety because well, now we know we have the facts and now we can be level-headed. Of course, that doesn't work. That's not how our human brains function and we quickly get caught up in this cycle of well that information didn't cure me of of my inner anxiety so I need more and more and more and more and just this ever going cycle of bad news doom and gloom so that's doom scrolling and in light of all the piling mounting and mounting bad news I wanted to highlight a couple of thoughts I have as someone who desires to take positive action in the world and then give you a few ideas of what to do instead, maybe, because it's all a lot. And if you are not on a relatively even mental keel, it's very hard to find the inner strength to get outside of yourself. You know, when when we're in, in anxiety and panic mode, that's survival mode, and and we need to try and get past that uh, to to affect action beyond ourselves and beyond just the very minute that we're in. So, a few thoughts based on my own deep uh, love hate affair with doom scrolling. First, I just really want to highlight that watching the news is not an action item. Whether you're seeing a local or international news story unfold, your passive absorption of what's happening does nothing. Watching a live feed of on-the-ground news does nothing to help Palestinian refugees escape constant bombing. Refreshing your Twitter feed doesn't make Armenian refugees any closer to getting their seized lands and homes back. Clicking through yet another doom and gloom article about the climate crisis does nothing substantive to actually change the situation. All it does is give you a brief flare of satisfaction about knowing that very quick hit of anxiety reduction before your brain stops and thinks, holy shit, wait, 
that's what's going on? That's terrifying. I need to know more. And the cycle continues, rinse and repeat. Next, reading shit takes and sending inflammatory messages to people you do or don't know online also doesn't change things. I spend a lot of time talking about things I think are vitally important on the internet. Um, I'm actually doing it right now. But what I don't do is argue with people except maybe to offer clarification. Arguing over the internet is a losing game. The internet is a great way to take a robust three-dimensional view, right? Giving giving people credit for maybe having an actually good take if you were talking face-to-face with them. Not always true. Uh, but it's it's taking this big three-dimensional view and perverting it and flattening it into something super 2D and lifeless that people can attack for lack of nuance. You can't do everything right by everyone, particularly if you're limited to an Instagram story or a couple hundred characters on Twitter. Arguing over nuance close to the heart issues online, I find typically only leads to further entrenchment. For me, I definitely deal with this. That kind of secondary part of doom scrolling is then thinking you're activating yourself by getting into internet fights. That's also not activation. That's also not changing anything. So try to try to keep that in mind. That is that is also not an action item as much as in the moment feels like it is. And finally, my my big thought about doom scrolling and and taking in a lot of information in that hunt to be well informed and and figure out what to do next. You know, to be honest, most of what you can do will not change the large systemic injustices steamrolling innocent folks because Systems have been set up to act like that, and they have been created by lots of very smart folks with lots of resources to act exactly as they are. And it's it's a little bit of hubris to think that that I can I can change it. For some, that realization means banding together to collectively change the state, right? Forming a third party. Uh, a lobbying group, things like that. Um, I, I I disagree because I, I think, th- as I said, the system is fundamentally set up to work how it's working and you can't slip a band-aid over what needs to be just cut out. I want to build from the bottom up, which is kind of the point of this whole podcast and what most weeks are are actually talking about. But regardless of what side of the argument you fall on, neither approach is won by sending knee-jerk shitty tweets or emails because you've been glued to your phone for hours, taking in the most inflammatory takes on the planet. While you do need to be informed and following along with trusted sources, there is a very finite amount of information that is going to empower you and better you beyond that it's it's details that are little brains that are supposed to be out like hunting and picking berries just cannot process and it just creates anxiety and paralysis in a way that's counterintuitive to what you really want to be doing so to offer a few alternatives I am going to first generalize with the world's most annoying online take, which is touch grass. I hate that, but really, please take a measured attempt to get off of Twitter. 
stop watching your news feed of choice, you know, stop scrolling through endless Instagram stories that are repeats of the same watered down calls to action, stop reading every newsletter that lands in your inbox. Uh, My task for you this week is to take the week to cut down on your doom scrolling significantly. Block sites, turn off your devices, and really I would encourage you to measurably figure out ways to bring down your time online. This is not a high and mighty take. This is very much for me too. So <laughs> I'm I'm not coming at this from above you. That's that's for sure. I wish I were. <laughs> I wish I were more enlightened uh, than all of you, but unfortunately, that does not seem to be happening. So instead, I've been thinking about a couple of substitutions about what you can do to fill your time because I think the hard part about doom scrolling is we really need to think about substitutions rather than avoidance right because it's one thing to say like oh i'm gonna stop doom scrolling i'm gonna stay off twitter somehow that phone is always back in your hand and scroll 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 um so we really need to be mindful about a substitution of activity rather than just saying i'm not gonna do it so here are a couple ideas i tried to kind of put them in order from least to most time intensive or effort intensive i guess I think the first one for me is to have an audiobook on standby. Uh, I use podcasts, to be honest. So this week, anytime I open up a new site or Twitter, I have committed to switching over to a podcast for three minutes. Uh, so I'll just pop in my headphones, stand physically stand up, because uh, I've been laying down a lot. So the standing up helps me feel better, too. Uh, And for three minutes, just kind of pace around and listen to a podcast. Maybe it'll go longer than that if I get into it and I have another task I can take on. But at least I have tried to break that knee-jerk reaction of opening the news and, and starting to dig in with like no thought of it. Second is to tackle a five minute task in your house and get it done. Again, this is just another break the phone in the hand fixation for even a few minutes. So I have a little list of five minute tasks I need to do this week, like throw in the laundry, bring it back up. It's maybe not folding it, but (laughs) just putting it down there. Do a couple of dishes, uh, wipe down the sinks, vacuum. I just am going to set a timer for five minutes. Again, that that hand to phone thing. I just need to break it. Next in the touch grass category, I highly encourage you to take a look, but download a plant ID app and ID five new to you plants. I think this is a really fun way. I'm I'm a big walker when I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm a big walker and Sometimes I can listen to a podcast and just kind of zone out, but when you are actively looking at plants, figuring out what they are, learning more about them, maybe taking a cutting, uh, you begin to reconnect and then you kind of reduce that plant blindness that we that we know of um, where everything green kind of just blurs together. So if you're in the Northern Hemisphere before it gets cold, definitely give that a try. Then lastly, I think connect with a friend and set up a walk. Um, Like like we talked about, arguing online just is not an effective use of anybody's mental energy. It very rarely changes things because it's hard to have a nuanced conversation online. So 
go out and connect with a friend. If it's safe, I think having an honest conversation with them about the things you're doom scrolling about is good. Hashing out ideas and what you feel conflicted about with a trusted source is a way to work through some emotions and get a different perspective without that to deification of conversations online and again it's just building that human to human local connection that the internet just can't do those are my four ideas there are many more i'm sure if you have a good idea you should go to my website and drop your idea in the comments uh, polybarks.com slash podcast slash five uh, f-i-v-e the the word not the number um and yeah i would love to hear kind of if you've had any success <laughs> breaking free of the doom scrolling uh desire or you know we're here as a support group if if you're not there <laughs> um okay before i end this i will give my positive my joy of the week um it has not been a good week for me um physically I am now on a very restrictive diet but the one good thing about that is I am able to get all of the things I can eat either from what I've grown or from a farm stand that's like a mile down the road and it feels really cool to be able to um in a time that feels pretty crappy be able to be like super local with my diet um and yeah, it's been it's been nice when I when I have to cook these boring ass meals to be like, well, at least it's all local. <laughs> it's something to be excited about. So yeah, I think uh being able to take care of myself with local food is has been my joy of the week. So we'll leave it at that. So yeah, that's it for this week. Take care of yourselves and I will talk to you soon. Bye.